Welcome to the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your host, Belinda Aramity, and I share my experiences as a multi-six-figure business owner and coach so that you too can learn how to build a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. If you're tired of hustle culture and ready to start saying yes to dreaming big and achieving even bigger, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. As the intro says, my name is Belinda Aramity. I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram. My handle is at Belinda, A-R-A-M-I-D-E, Belinda Aramity. The link is in the show notes. And if you've been here for like weeks, maybe months, maybe years, I want to hear from you too. I always love the interaction when I hear from you guys and you tell me that you're enjoying the podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to tell you about some of the mistakes that I made once I hit six figures. The first one is I took my foot off the pedal. So it's the funny thing about dreams. It wasn't until the last, I want to say year or so, that I really came to understand the necessity of having really big, audacious dreams. You know, Belinda of yesteryear could have never fathomed the idea of even thinking about having a million dollar business and just how huge that was. I wouldn't even give myself the permission to dream that big. I just didn't. I just didn't allow myself to dream that big. And so I did this huge sprint to six figures. I'm like, (sighs) finally, I made it. And once I got across the finish line, like I just chilled. (laughs) I sat back. I'm like, oh my gosh, we finally made it because I didn't have anything bigger than just hitting six figures. And so once I got there, I wanted to relax. I didn't think about what the expansive nature of me having a million dollar business or half a million dollars or making, you know, a quarter of a million dollars. For me to speak in those terms today is wild because I have a completely different perspective and appreciation for what that is in the context of business and the impact that I can have, not just on the marketplace, but on people that I can hire, the resources that I can get for the business, the impact that I can make on the community with the proceeds of having a business that is half a million dollars, a million dollars, multiple million dollars in size. I've also realized that the idea that I had of what a million dollar business is or needs to be was completely warped, that it is possible to have a simplified million dollar business. When before, when I thought of a million dollar business, I thought of complicated, I thought of dozens of employees. I just thought of something that is so exhausting. And thankfully, I've been very fortunate to have different clients that have different million dollar companies that are structured completely different and they're not as complicated as I once seemed, but I've learned that business is ultimately what you choose to make it. And in me not having a bigger goal, it made sure that by the time I got to six figures, I would take my foot off the pedal because I had no vision for something else. I had no reason to keep going. I just chilled because that was the end of the story instead of it being part one of a seven part chapter book right? So the first mistake I made is that I took my foot off the pedal. Thankfully, none of the mistakes that I'm going to share with you today were a lethal blow to my business, but they absolutely can be. So that is why I'm sharing these mistakes with you, because it is my hope that if you see yourself making any of these mistakes, you can stop and you can make adjustments, right? Because sometimes we just need to be aware of what we're doing. It's almost like, you know, running. And if you aren't running in the correct way, you can cause injury. But once you know, then you can adjust the way that you're doing things. And that's what I'm hoping for anyone who's listening. And if you listen to all five mistakes and you see you're not doing anything, well, kudos to you. You are doing amazing. 
So first mistake, I took my foot off the pedal. Second mistake, I didn't understand that what got me to six figures wasn't necessarily going to get me to six figures and beyond, right? So like I said, I had no plan once I got to six figures. And what I didn't realize is that, you know, it's almost like having kids. Anyone who's had more than one kid will tell you. It's like bringing the kids to the park after I had the three kids and I had there was another parent there. And he was saying that having three kids is like drowning and someone decides to throw you a baby. (laughs) It's just different. The skills that you need when you have one kid is different than when you have two kids and when you have three kids or seven kids, right? Each one is going to require different skill sets. And I don't know what I was thinking. You know, I just thought, oh, well, well, I'll get there and I'll figure it out then. No, 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 no. You need to have a vision and a dream and you can tweak it and you can modify it and say, I don't want that anymore. And I wanted to change in this way and this way. But I had to learn that the way that I was developing my business wasn't going to take me into the multiple six figures once my business was really chugging along. So it's the idea that what gets you to six figures isn't necessarily going to get you to multiple six figures and into the seven figures. So if that's your dream, if that's your goal, and you're going to need multiple six figures if you are looking to bring on anyone full time, and if you're going to be able to really just give back money and pay taxes and do all of the things that a lot of people think about and dream about when they become an entrepreneur. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was not really thinking of how much revenue you really need to bring in in order to bring on a full-time employee, in order to have some of the resources that really uplift the business and ultimately just how much of a blessing it is to have the capacity and the ability in your business to bring in multiple six figures, seven figures into the business. That's mistake number two. I didn't understand that what brought me to six figures was not necessarily going to keep me here. Number three, I didn't pivot fast enough and offer my old clients my new services. So I just sat on the fence, right? Because I had no plan. Because <laughs> I had no plan. I, I, I didn't make a pivot. I didn't put my foot in the ground and said, this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. So to give you guys an understanding for those of you who don't know, when I started my business, I focused on LinkedIn focused training. So I was working with sales organizations or sales teams in order to perfect the use of LinkedIn. When I started training people on how to leverage LinkedIn, people were not using LinkedIn. They were focusing on phone calls and emails. And so that was my focus. I became quote unquote LinkedIn guru. I was booked, you know, for speaking engagements. I did workshops with Fortune 500 companies. And then I also did things like masterclasses for individual entrepreneurs. And that's how I learned that I enjoy the money (laughs) that comes with working with a corporation, not necessarily the red tape. There is nothing like working with an individual and just seeing them blossom and ultimately seeing their business blossom too. So then I decided that I need to pivot, but I kind of kept my foot in the LinkedIn pool because it's what I knew and there was a level of comfort in it. I knew unequivocally that being a business coach is where my strengths lie and that's what I wanted to be known for. But I just kept both feet in both pools and it wasn't a good look. It created confusion in the marketplace and it's a regret that I have that I didn't just make the shift, own it and just move the frick on, right? And then the next mistake is I tend to, when it's like, oh, I'm doing something new, I need to go find a whole new set of people that I can offer it to. Some people who don't know me as anything else, but it's such a wasted opportunity because I ended up realizing when I reconnected with old clients who wanted to see how I was doing and I wanted to see how they were doing, I find out that after we worked on LinkedIn stuff, they were actually looking for someone like me to help them. 
But because they didn't know that I was offering this or I was making this pivot because I didn't put it a marker in the ground and I didn't reach out to them, they didn't know that, hey, we had a great working relationship when, you know, we worked on stuff LinkedIn related. I'd love to work with you on greater business stuff too. So that's that. I didn't pivot fast enough. And that was a big mistake that I made. Number four, I kept telling myself that everything is going to be hard. Shifting and pivoting and making multiple six figures, I just kept telling myself that this is going to be hard. And the brain works to confirm whatever it is that we think, right? So if I keep telling my brain that it's going to be hard, my brain is going to be looking for proof in the environment to prove me right. To say that, yep, you're right. Look at all these instances where exactly what you're saying is exactly what we're seeing. And so being at six figures, I worked really hard and I was exhausted, but it wasn't hard, right? It was hard because I had young kids and I was moving. I had a lot of moving things that were making having a business difficult, but the business itself was never hard. Coming up with the content, teaching, getting new clients, conveying information to people, that was never hard for me. But I kept telling myself that everything was hard and every transition was going to be different and that pivoting was going to be too hard. Letting people know that I want to be known for something different in the marketplace was going to be hard. Sharing content was going to be hard. I just told myself that it was going to be hard. And guess what? It was hard. Instead of me saying, this is going to be different, or this is going to be a really great opportunity, or I'm so excited that I'm doing the things that are finally going to bring me into alignment with exactly how I want this business to be, I kept telling myself that it was going to be hard. And guess what? It was hard. So I think one of the biggest mistakes that I did was that I kept telling myself that it was going to be hard because what we tell ourselves, what we believe ends up becoming the things that we end up choosing to do from an action standpoint. Our thoughts, they influence our feelings that then influences our actions. So you think something, you end up feeling what you're thinking. And then after you feel something, because it creates this like physical change in your body, it then causes you to act in a particular way. So if there is only one I don't really want to say one, but I think this one's probably the most important, even though technically they're all important. The biggest mistake I made was I kept telling myself that it was going to be hard and it's just not something that I, I choose to do anymore. Anyways, number five, the last mistake. I didn't work on my money mindset issues. Now, before you click off and decide that this is a bunch of hokey pokey, hear me out. So when I first heard about money mindset issues, I thought it was a bunch of baloney, to be quite honest. I was like, money mindset issues are for broke people. Money mindset, no, honestly, this is me being very candid with you. It's like money mindset issues are for people who don't make enough money. Once I hit six figures, I've got nothing to worry about. And the money mindset doesn't come with the money, right? It's not like, oh my God, I've made six figures. So I like those demons aren't going to hang out with me anymore because they're like, ooh, they're afraid of the money. Money amplifies things right? I've always had the belief from the time I was like a teenager, I always said that money makes you more of who you are. If you are someone who is really giving when you have more money, you're just going to give more, right? If you're someone who loves to save when you have more money, you're just going to save 
more. If you're someone who values experiences and trips, when you have more money, you're just going to have more experiences and take more trips. So I learned that. I didn't think that applied to me. I don't know why I didn't realize that that thought that you've literally known for a really long time, because I've never thought that money changes people. I just, like I said, I just believed it made them more of who you are. I'm like, before it was paper currency, it was rubies and and bartering, right? The person who had the most cows had the most power in the town, right? Because they could trade a whole cow for like a field or something. So again, money is just a symbol of something. And so I came to realize that once I got to six figures, it wouldn't solve the way that I thought about money. It wouldn't fix things. It just amplified things that were already there. So I would say that is a really big mistake because as I mentioned before, as I alluded to, the idea of making a quarter of a million dollars, half a million dollars in my mind, I said that that's not possible for me. And I gave all these reasons for why it wasn't possible. That's a money mindset issue. And so if you have blocks when it comes to the expansiveness of what it is that you're able to make or what's possible for you, you definitely want to work on that because it is one thing to hit six figures. It is one, you can, there are systems and processes you can follow that will 100% get you to six figures. But that is going to be the easy part of the journey because that mindset, how you think about money and your relationship with your thoughts when it comes to money, that is what is going to bring you to a quarter of a million dollars, a half a million dollars, and multiple seven, eight figures in business. If you have blocks, if you have hiccups around money, they are going to show themselves in a magnified way once you start making more money. So a big mistake that I made, not just when I hit six figures, but it showed up once I hit six figures is not working on my money mindset issues. So yeah, if you want to expand and you want to be able to grow beyond six figures, that is 1000% something that you're going to need to work on. So that's it. Those were the five mistakes that I made when I hit six figures in my business. Quick recap. Number one, I took my foot off the pedal. I was just so excited to get there that I was so tired once it was done. Number two, I didn't understand that what gets you to six figures is not necessarily going to get you to beyond six figures. I didn't pivot fast enough and I didn't give my old clients the opportunity to work with the new and improved version of me. I kept telling myself that getting beyond six figures was going to be hard. And last, but certainly not least, I didn't work on my money mindset issues. And for a lot of people, they are there. Anyways, as always, I hope that you found this episode useful or helpful in some way. Let me know if you've experienced any of these five mistakes once you grew to six figures or if you're noticing that they are sneakily sneaking up on you on your journey to six figures. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.